So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning. Welcome to 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Ryan Wiley here. Thank you for listening. So, someone asked me a question the other day. It got me thinking. and it was, a, it was an important question. They said, Ryan, what's the one thing you've done in your business that had the biggest impact? Made the biggest change to who, where your business is today and where, who you are today. And I sat back and I knew the answer right away, but there was certain variations of it. And I'll tell you what the answer was not. And so basically, this allowed me to grow my business year over year while working the same or less hours every year, okay? So um, it wasn't buying Facebook ads. It wasn't buying leads. Um, it wasn't studying lender guidelines. It wasn't networking. Um, you start seeing there's a lot of things your business does not need, um, but you can... We'll circle back to this after. Those things are crucial at some point. Um, but it wasn't a lot of the things that a lot of us are doing every day. It wasn't. Uh, but I'll tell you what it was. And it made the biggest impact. And it happened very, very quickly. And so before I tell you what it was, paint the picture of where I was at. I was running a, a good, solid business. Um, where, but I was a one-man band. I was doing everything. And so I literally had a stack. I hate, I hate paperwork absolutely hate it. I run from it. And I had a stack of uh, compliance files I needed to put together. And each one, I don't know, they take, because you got to merge them and you know what, it's just a pain in the ass. And it takes you 45 minutes maybe, each one, if you got all the docs in the right area, submit it in the right way, you got to submit it in. But I remember having probably $25,000, worth of business, maybe even more just sitting on the desk that I hadn't touched the compliance for like well over a month. That's how much I hated that paperwork. Okay, so obviously that was money that I should have had in my bank account, but instead it was sitting on a desk in a big bunch of paperwork. I was looking at all the income documents, all the down payment docs, all sorting through like all that stuff, putting out the fires, trying to meet with realtors, trying to bring in business, um, do some networking, and then working on marketing, and then reaching out to the database, sending emails, and just like everything, calling, hey, call your clients, call your clients, so I'm calling my clients, so I'm doing everything, and I'm some of it I like doing, and majority of it I hate doing, and so that's where I was at, and my business is sort of plateaued, because I was getting fatigued working long hours, lost my drive, and... Um, quite frankly, just like, I didn't know what to do next. Like, it was just like, you just, stuff just comes in and you handle it. Like, oh, this comes out, I'll handle that. And then that becomes, you wake up and you don't really know what your day is going to look like. You, I had no idea. It's kind of took what was coming to me from different angles. Okay. And then going for lunches and like, ah, I wasted so much time. And so what I did, the biggest thing I did was I got out of my own way. I, I reached out for help. And I reached out for help in numerous areas. And so I hired a coach, a coach to help train me on sales. And that drastically 
improved my closing ratios. Um, I hired um, I hired someone to do fulfillment. So basically, as soon as we got an approval, so not an underwriter, because underwriters that's a different skill set, right? Underwriters, you structure the deal, you find out if it works or not, and you search for lenders, you know where to place, and you send it. I had that part mastered because I only worked with a couple of lenders. So I kind of knew the guidelines in and out. I didn't really need help on the underwriting um, at that time. And so I hired fulfillment, which is basically, hey, I got an approval. Now put the package together, get it, reach out to the clients, go back and forth with them, hand walk them through the paperwork, handle their concerns, make sure all the docs line up, get it satisfied to the lender, make sure the solicitor has everything, get a broker complete, do any follow-up tasks after with like managing database, putting things here and there, and then done. So I basically don't do, didn't do anything from um, approval on. As soon as we got a commitment letter, I was done. Walked out. A lot of times didn't even step back in until the end and just say, hey, congratulations. Um, and so I found someone and started out, I found like a couple, I had a couple people do that over the years, but started out $400 a file and then ended up being about 500 a file on average is what it was. And it was just a flat fee no matter what. They got every deal I did. Didn't cherry pick what was going because I know some people be like, well, geez, if I only make a thousand, no, you get out of your own way. You just go here, $500, get off my plate. And you move on okay you don't want to be doing that paperwork so that was game changer for me um, so we had this sales coach had that and then my database was you know I had great intentions I was gonna reach out to them all the time but I never did so that's when I came across um, Scott Peckford at the time owned the VIP club and that's the company that I bought from him about a year ago now and it's a database marketing company where it's kind of done on autopilot for you and so I hired that them to use that. And that was just, boom, off my plate, set it, forget it. I never even looked at the system for two years. I didn't even take advantage of all the things I could do. But I got business from it. I got over 10, 10 deals a year from that, just sitting there running an all out. And then I always made phone calls, called my clients twice a year. So I hired someone else to do that. So you see where I'm going here? I started to just bring other people into business to help out. And... If you're telling yourself the story that, well, I don't have enough money to do that, it's, it's ass backwards. Because what that allowed me to do was, so I could then, for me, I just decided to work less in the business. I didn't want to go, okay, now I'm going to work 40, 50 hours, but just doing these three things I love. I know people have done that and it's taking their business to a next level. I decided to focus myself on marketing aspects, ways to bring in business. Um, and then just not in the business, right? I have other businesses I was running. And so that's where I chose. But my business continued to grow every year. And I was literally working 12 hours a week. Some weeks I wouldn't even, like I'd barely work. And the business was humming along. Okay, so, and there's other little things in there. You know, anything that was outsourcing. Um, so this is me telling you that, and sure, I had to go find those people. So I talked to people, I posts out, I'd look for companies to help hire, like when I find the fulfillment person, you can train someone to do fulfillment. I'll tell you right now, like you can add, and if you say, no, I, I can't train or I don't want to, I don't really like training people. I don't, I used to, I don't really like doing that anymore. Um, I put, or not put, but my wife decided to come into the mortgage company and she's taken over our fulfillment for the team and she knew nothing. 
zero zilch. This was maybe, I don't know, a year ago, maybe more, not sure. But she knew nothing and didn't, like, she's not a numbers person, not a tech person. She runs the other way, just like I do with paperwork. But her attention to detail is phenomenal. She loves, she's, it's very gratifying for her to help clients along and see the satisfaction that comes out of that. And, like, she's the perfect person for the fulfillment role. She's not an underwriter. She doesn't want to be. Um, but I trained her from scratch, trained her. And... It took a couple months, and there were some hiccups, sure. But now we've got this well-old machine with her, and the company's way better off. And if you look at our reviews online, she gets mentioned almost as much or more than the rest of us because of how good she is at it. But so, like, I don't believe that that story. Like, you can't find someone that does No, you can't. Go find someone that's customer service-centric, and you can train them on this, right? You can absolutely train them. It would be a part, depending on your volumes, it could be a part-time gig. And so our company pays her five hundred dollars a file. It's beyond. I would pay more. I would pay seven fifty easily. Not even. I wouldn't even blink. Um, but in this case, it all goes in the same pile. But um, so there you go. And the v, you know the VIP club. That's okay. If it's not us. There's other people that handle marketing. Like there's other people that do it. But you need to outsource it. You need to get out of your own way. You need to get that off your plate. The sales training. Will improve your closing percentage. I've done podcasts on this. You know, I if I had ten deals coming in, I was closing three. So the answer isn't we'll go get twenty deals and close six. The answer is take some training and understand how you can close instead of three out of ten, you can close six or seven out of ten. And then you don't need to focus on keep getting leads. So that's why our business, our current and even our current model, the amount of leads that we have coming in, we've got a good steady flow of leads coming in, but we don't need 100 leads a month we don't need that because our closing percentage is so high because of the training we've taken okay so there you go what's the one thing that i've done had the biggest impact was i brought other people into the business and and you don't have to hire employees because employees suck i'll tell you having employees not my jam don't like it i've had way too many um but i outsource stuff so the fulfillment is a subcontractor position, right? Boom, subcontract, easy, out. Um, a service, VIP club, someone. They just hire someone. They do it. They do everything. Um, sales coach, they're not employees. You you pay them to coach you. One-on-one coaching. Um, phone calls. You can hire someone to do phone calls. I hired someone overseas to do our phone calls. I shut that down after a couple of months. She was great, but a client said, hey, there's... I got a call from you. Thanks for checking in, but there are chickens in the background. <laughs> like chickens. Oh, man. So we shut that down. I brought it in locally. And we got someone calling. Um, what were we paying there? It must have been 18 an hour, something like that. But it was, it was warm calls. There were no cold calls. And so what we did there was you basically take your database. So let's just say your database is 400. Say it's 480, just for, or let's say it's 360. Easier math for me, okay? So your database is 360 people. All we do is we, we said, okay, we're going to call them every two, every twice a year, every six months. So to not overcomplicate it, we just went in six-month increments. So we go, okay, 360 divided by six, that's 60 a month. Now, are we going to call 
you know, 60 a month. So we'd go, hey, for the first two Tuesdays in every month, we'd call 30 people a day. Okay, so your database is getting called 30 people on Tuesday, this Tuesday, 30 people next Tuesday, no calls, no calls, 30 people, 30 people, no calls, no calls, 30 people. You get it. And then after the six months is up, you start back. And you just start at the A's and work your way down. And you cycle back through to the top of the list. It's not complicated. Then you have new people you got added in. Don't overthink it. Well, I just closed a mortgage with them. They don't want to hear. Yeah, well, you're not selling them shit. You're calling and you're saying, hey, it's, you know, Jane calling on behalf of Ryan Wiley, mortgage broker. How you doing? Good. Hey, we're just checking in. Want to make sure everything's okay? Um, any new life events we should know about? Anything that, you know, no. And conversations happen. People appreciate that you called. They love it that you called. Because no one calls anymore. And they're just like, okay. And you're not selling them anything. Once in a while, if rates are down, you're like, hey, rates are like at an all-time low right now. It might be a, an opportunity to save some money, put some money back in your pocket. Um, do you want us to look into that for you a little bit? Is that something? And then sure. Or, you know, there's different things you can do on that call. But it's just a light touch base. So it's easy to find callers for it. Um, and how do we find callers? Well, we put posts in local Facebook groups, in neighborhood Facebook groups. So I got to see the people who were calling. I, they, they're pretty much stay-at-home moms that are very well-spoken, well-educated, but they got some extra time on their hands where they can throw in a couple hours here and there. And they're making warm calls. There's zero sales because it's your past clients, right? So we got the VIP clubs. Our database was handled. We had a caller in place, so database was handled, and then some. We had fulfillment persons, so I only touched the file up to up to approval. Don't touch it again. And um, some sales training, so that the front end, all those calls you're doing, and we take applications over the phone. So all those calls you're doing, those touch points you're having, um, you're top notch. You're dialed in. Okay, so there you go. That's what I did. It wasn't one thing. There's a bunch of things. I got help. And when I did that, I could see through the trees. I'm telling you, it's liberating. You get to step back and go, oh, my God, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to do that anymore. You get out of bed and you're like, oh, I actually like doing this. I like doing that. Your day just gets filled with the stuff that you want to do. And then good things start happening. Okay? So you got to spend some time and energy setting that up. But once you do, take one step back, take 12 forward, um, you'll realize that you should have done this years and years ago. Okay. Uh, so there you go. I hope that helps. Um, five texts today, kids go crush it. Okay. Peace out.